Good morning. Today is a glorious day, huh? The glorious day and we come and we celebrate people looking at the Catholic faith. We come to celebrate who we are as a community. We come to celebrate Jesus Christ. We come to celebrate Advent. We come to celebrate uh, our coming closer to the reality of Christ in our hearts. And so what we need to do is focus on the gospel today, okay? And let's look at it. It's the first uh, opening lines of Mark's gospel. Uh, it's so funny, this weekend I had five Baptist congregations I gave a retreat to. <laughs> five of them. And so when I'd sit there and, you know, say, okay, open your Bibles, there are all these kids, they're pulling them out, and they got them right there. It was pretty good. And uh, they didn't know what to do with this Catholic men, of course, but we had a fine time. But if you sit there and you start off with chapter 1, verse 1, here begins the gospel of Jesus Christ. What is the gospel? The good news, huh? That what we are here to proclaim today is the good news of salvation. The good news that Jesus Christ loves us, gave his life for us, comes into our heart, lives within us, lives within our community, and what we are called to do is be John the Evangelist today, or John the Baptist, I'm sorry. And John the Baptist, as we say here, what was his job? The St. John the Baptist. What was it? Prepare the way of the Lord. And that's our jobs. We need to be people who are preparing the way of the Lord. That means to be an evangelist, to preach the good news of Jesus Christ with our lives, with the way we live, by the way we talk, by the people that we are. To bring people to everything that I do in my life must be to bring people to Jesus Christ. You know, again, I've talked about it before, and I was talking about it last night with uh, one of the uh, Baptist youth ministers. And I said, you know, the purpose of life, in my life anyway, is to bring everybody I meet to the knowledge of Jesus Christ. And I can say that throughout the last 10 years of ordination, at least, or 11 years soon to be, and throughout the, uh, since I've been in seminary since 17, that's always been my goal to bring everybody I meet somehow into a deeper relationship with Jesus. You know, sometimes I do it well, sometimes I don't do it well at all. But that is the inner, what the driving force of my life is to know Jesus and make him known. Huh? And that must be that for our parish as a community. The only thing that makes bread of life should be, make, the only thing that should make bread of life different is that we are a parish of evangelizers, that we love Jesus Christ so much, we stand on that, and we're not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ, as it says in Romans, that we stand firm on the gospel of Jesus Christ, and we're not ashamed, and we proclaim the gospel to all we meet. You know, that got to be our goal. And the best way to do that is to be the Baptist, John the Baptist. And how do you become John the Baptist you got to go here to John chapter 4, I mean chapter 3, verse 30. John chapter 3, verse 30. And if you don't have this underlined, I beg you, please underline it. John chapter 3, verse 30. And this is how John did it. He said very simply, He must increase and I must decrease. He must increase, and I must decrease. That in my own life, I have to let Jesus shine in my heart more and more. 
and less slurry. And again, that does it well some days, and other days it doesn't do it well at all. But the reality is that must be my goal. That must be your goal. Jesus Christ must increase in your life. Think about your conversations yesterday. Just your conversations. How many times did you talk about Jesus with someone else? How many times did you talk about Jesus Christ yesterday with someone else? And then think about how many times you talked about football, you know, prep, <clears throat> really winning and doing all kinds of great things this past Friday. Oh, and it was very hard for me because I had to do this retreat. And so in between things, I'd go out in my cars in Chautauqua, and I couldn't pick up the TV or the radio station. And I'm sitting there trying. There was three stations coming at the same time, and I'm playing with my synthesizer in my car to try to get, ooh, and we're losing, ooh, ooh. I'm, you should see me in the car in the darkness going crazy, huh? But how many times do you talk about that kind of stuff? Or do you talk about things that aren't important? And how many times do you talk about Jesus? Did you share him with anybody yesterday? Anybody. And if it's yes, well, good. But how about those who haven't? Well, it's time to do some repenting here. Huh? What you and I got to do is say, God, give me a heart that hungers for the lost. You know, who is the patron on the Catholic Church of missions? Does anybody know? Well, well, one of them, but the newest one, the one who's the... Teresa, little flower. And what the little flower did is she prayed people into the faith. Can you imagine? So the first thing that we got to be doing, we're talking about he must increase and I must decrease, is I must become a person of great prayer. You know, and to become a person of prayer, what it's going to mean is that you and I should have a list of people we know who aren't, who don't know Christ, that aren't alive in their faith. And you and I should be with this list every day, be praying for these people, that they would come to notice. Anybody, I ain't going to ask you, but I know that small groups are supposed to be doing this anyway, but I wonder how many here have a list of people you know who are not saved, if you will, who do not know Jesus Christ, and how many of you are praying every day for their salvation? If not, I encourage you, after you leave here today, you make a list of everybody you know, and you start praying for them by name every day. Pray for them. Do things. Welcome them into your house. Invite them into your house. Share with them the gospel. You don't have to go and preach. Share with them the gospel of your life. You know, like St. Francis of Assisi said, preach the gospel at all times, and if necessary, use words. Preach the gospel at all times, and if, if necessary, use words. So you and I should be inviting people into our homes, into our houses, and sharing them the gospel by the way we live, by the way we love them. Like I told the Baptists last night, we need to be loving people into the faith loving them into the faith, not hitting them over the head with the faith, loving them into the faith. Because the biggest thing about the faith is that we are a community of love, I pray. You know what it's going to be forever? We are going to be with God and with each other forever. It's a community of love. And so if that's what it is, then we got to hunger and yearn to bring everybody into the community so that we're together forever. And that's what's so great today when we come and we celebrate people coming in to the right of acceptance. The right of acceptance means the right of people coming and being part of us. 
that we can all be together forever, that God can love us, that we can love him, that we can love each other. That's what's most important about being saved, and that's what's most important about being a member of the church, that we belong to each other. We care about each other. We love each other. And, you know, something happened to me this weekend when I was preaching. When I first got there, I was just preaching the way I normally preach. And then some kids in that came, and they were real street kids, which I haven't had to deal with in a long, long time. I don't have many street kids at prep. And I mean, well, I mean, kind of. But I mean street kids who wear their pants like five times too big, and they wear them down to their ankles. I haven't a clue how they walk. I was watching them. You know, they have them down to their ankles, and they have these, underneath they have these shorts net on, and they're kind of walking like this. And there is this much pants at the bottom of their leg. You know, I haven't a clue. You know, and they have the curls and everything else. And this one guy had, his goal was to get 50 earrings on his face. He had it in his hair. He had one here. He had one on his nose. He had one on his eyebrows. He had four in this ear. He had three. And these kids are like, these are really downtown Jamestown street kids. And I'm sitting there preaching to them. But that's all I was doing, was preaching on Friday night. But then uh, yesterday, as I got to know these kids, my heart just went out to them and saying, you know, I'm preaching, but I'm not loving. I got to love them into the faith. We got to love these people into the faith, no matter where God calls us. You know, if we're into this evangelization thing to get numbers, oh, look at I got another, I got another convert. Ooh, look at that. And I have my little belt of converts, convert, 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 convert. That's nothing. That's loving ourselves. We need to just want people to be with us forever. To love them. To let all of us be together forever. And if we go and we start doing that, knowing that I'm called to an evangelist by letting Jesus live inside of me, letting him increase, and it says very clearly in John's Gospel that God is love. And so if I'm going to evangelize, what do I got to be in the world? Love. That means I got to die so he can live inside of me and we can love each other and we can love people into the community of everlasting life in heaven. That's what we're called to be. Are you up for it? Good. Each of you know his love today and forever. Amen.